0: Welcome to Slacker Motor Radio with Brad and Addison, based out of the Pacific Northwest. We're talking motorcycles and the motorcycle community, and we're excited to have this hour with you. Here we go. Welcome back, Brad. Yeah,
1: how's it going, Addison? Good going well. Had a good weekend. How about you? No, it was really good. Nice sunny weekend. Definitely wished I could have been on a bike.
0: That's fair. Me too. But we'll get into that further. Uh, but yeah, we're we're ignoring the fact But we've got a couple of guests this week. I don't know if you guys want to introduce yourselves. Well, they're pointing at each other. Oh, okay.
2: My name is Daryl Williams. <laughs> I'm Maxwell Williams. <laughs>
3: no relation. Yeah, that, no that's relation. fair. Father, son. so <laughs> we've difference got last names yeah that's that's going yeah.
0: public hopefully if you want us to bleep it out say it now and we'll we'll beep out last names so that there's no uh traceability on that but uh sounds good we're glad to have you guys thanks for coming uh we uh, hopefully you've you've listened to the podcast i know max has daryl i don't know probably not, not me
2: yet.
0: um so starting today you're gonna have to listen to all of them so that you know what you're up for mm-hmm. you definitely don't want to listen to the one you're on because no <laughs> one likes to hear their own voice but uh Sounds good. Kind of what we wanted to get through is kind of intros to understand you guys and what uh, what you're doing, Daryl. I guess we'll start with you.
2: Um, what was your first bike? My first bike uh, was an old dirt bike, Yamaha, like 125. Okay, so that was my first bike. Okay.
0: That's uh, what got the bug. Did you keep riding since then, or kind of get in and out? What's your What's well, your motorcycle history?
2: Yeah, well, so that motorcycle, we of course, we bought it. was a really old one, and uh, fixed it up a little bit, got it running, and went for a ride with a buddy of mine, and I was kind of going down a ditch, and the side of the engine case ended up hitting a root sticking out, and never got the bike running the correctly since then so i believe you know that the timing got messed up and um so my father and i worked on that bike for years trying to get it fixed never ended up uh, really getting it fixed so okay that was the motorcycle start
1: so what do you have now
2: well, in your collection in my collection now i have uh a um couple RZ three fifty two strokes, uh nineteen eighty four vintage. Nice. They're and they're pretty
0: sweet. I've seen these bikes and they're
2: yeah. and they're pretty friggin' awesome. And then I have a uh BMW RT twelve hundred motorcycle as well. So Nice. Yeah. Only the classiest for Daryl. Wow. Well. <laughs> We That's his won't, current won't ask how I like the BMW right now, so we'll leave uh, we'll that. Le- we'll let you get into that as
0: deeply as you That's want tonight. Right. No, no. <laughs> you can leave that video no, you can talk about it. let's drop
2: that. Right All right. right
0: now, so. <laughs> uh, we're okay. We'll, we'll respect your, your, your feelings on that one. Max, how about you, man? First uh, bike.
3: Yeah, I think the beginning is, we're still in the beginning. I got a CBR 250 right now. So that is the first bike that I've had. It's your first bike. Yep. And I've seen
0: it, and I'm not going to lie. I saw it, what, about a year ago-ish for the first time. You and I met unbeknownst to the fact that we were supposed to meet, because we talked about meeting in text or through your dad here. Yep. And then we ended up meeting and chatting and hanging out. And then I come to find out the next day where (laughs) Daryl kind of hooks and says, hey, I think you were talking to Max. (laughs) (laughs) Like That would make sense, because I was talking to a Max. And uh, yeah, so, but I saw it then, and I, I saw it today. Because you wrote it in. Kudos to you, by the way. You're the only one of us three or four here yeah. that rode today. So you win. I'm uh, making all of us jealous. I don't know. Uh, Daryl's Darryl doing a different something. kind of riding yeah. this week. We, we also won't get into that unless you want to. but. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks good i i actually asked you I, is that new did you did you replace it with a newer one it looks good you've cleaned it up you've got it running great
3: yeah it's pretty flashy got it the, looks great out there man the hot rod red yep yeah it looks really good i'm impressed so
0: yeah i ends. love I mean,
3: it it's a, it's a fun one in the corners
0: in the last year you've clearly done a little bit of work to kind of keep it clean and good looking and you take care of it looks like
3: yeah just frequent washes Yeah, that's
0: important. I mean, it makes a huge difference on what a bike's perception is. Just Mm -hmm. washing it once in a while, you'd be surprised. But that's awesome, man. And uh, you and I were talking coming in a little bit, but as news goes, I know for the listeners, we've talked about I sold my Scrambler a couple weeks ago, finally got something else. Picked up a GL500i. I I know, I think, well, I don't know, Max, if you've seen it, but you probably know what we're talking about, hopefully. I've heard about it. At some level. I know, Daryl and Brad, you both have seen it, but uh, it's an 82.0. Honda Silverwing Uh, has a very interesting build, kind of some character to the engine, but definitely not a go-fasty. Definitely nothing as as hot as the Scrambler was, and it's not like that was a a fast bike. It might be able to keep up with the 250, but probably not around the corners at all.
3: Yeah, probably not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But what I thought we'd talk about, and I think having Max here is the perfect option for it, is first bike. How much money should you spend on a first bike? What do you guys think? Daryl? what do you think? For your first bike... I know you've had a handful of bikes and, and gone through some bikes, but if you're going and just got your motorcycle endorsement and or your buddy, somebody up the road, we know Ryan just got his, one of our friends, what bike should he get? Leader bike?
2: I I think, well, I mean, the, the cost that you spend is going to be, I guess, how much expendable cash you have. I think the main thing is... Uh, Probably to buy used, you know, especially the first few bikes, buy used and you know, and when you ready to move up, you know, you can sell it and uh not lose a lot of money on the transaction. So I think that's important.
0: That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So more thinking about how long you'll keep it?
2: Well, I mean you don't know how long you're gonna keep it. I mean maybe you'll get bored with a bike, you know what I mean, and you know, six months or something in one riding season or maybe half a riding season. But if you, you know, if you buy it used, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, you could still sell it used, you know, if it's still in, in the same condition that you bought it, um, you can, you know, jump platforms fairly, you know, reasonably priced, you know what I mean? So that's that's what I, I think, so. Okay.
0: Max, what do you think? You're on your first bike.
3: Did you make the right choice? I think I did. Um, I bought it at a good price. I bought it for 1700 bucks. Nice. So, um, yeah, um, and I've actually had some experience because my friend, so we took the rider's <laughs> course together, and he went out immediately after and bought a brand new, like, 2018 Yamaha Bolt, and he spent like nine grand on it. And uh, he wasn't really satisfied because he went and bought another bike a few months later, the FZ09. <laughs> Um, so I think I did make the right choice, you know, just, uh, looked around quite a bit and then find the right price and the right bike. So now with yours
1: though, you had to do a little bit of work on it. I mean, what did you have to do when you first got your bike?
3: I uh, just an oil change. Uh, I actually wasn't the one doing that cause I was gone. Okay. So I had, I was about to leave for my annual training for the national guard. Uh, so I purchased the bike, uh, right before that and then left and then everything that needed to be done was already done. So thank Thank you dad well, That's well a birthday present well
2: it was it was we we had to go to the the you know the motorcycle dealer and buy a few things you know I mean things that were missing things that were rusted you know things that are that you know I couldn't get anywhere but the dealer so you know ordered those got them coming uh, you know when they came in they were just like a one bolt you know a quick thing threw those on uh, I just left the oil change for Max when he came back and chain maintenance and stuff like that. So,
1: um, Well, most of that maintenance was because it had sat. Somebody bought it, and then they just parked it in the garage, and they didn't ride it for some period of time. And it's not an old bike by any means, mm-hmm. but it had still sat for a little bit. Right.
2: Yeah, so Max bought a new battery, and, you know, I can't remember what else we did, but uh, I think we, we drained the fuel out of the fuel tank, took the, the old fuel, got it all out, and, you know, got new fuel in there battery you know some of the, just basic maintenance stuff so in typical honda fashion it fired right up you yeah. know
0: I, I can attest to that now uh-huh. yeah, well, i couldn't yeah. before but
2: i know I know.
0: buying an 82 that fires right <laughs> up every time and runs even with some some carburetor needs it runs pretty friggin' well mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty easy man that's they're good bikes i got to are you, so, yeah, are we implying there's some the band manufacturers
1: bandwagon. that have a hard time starting? Uh,
0: yeah, I think sometimes cold starts rough on certain manufacturers. No, we, won't, we won't get into that.
2: <laughs> 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 we'll
0: poke that until until yeah. we get something out of you. Um, no, I, I, and I just want to ask this because I I kind of I, I relate to your buddy, and I know I met him as well, and and he was very a year ago he was in love with that bolt. Yeah, in conversation, but I, I didn't know he also. I knew there was a story with an FC9. I guess I didn't know that the yeah. story was he replaced the Bolt with well, he hasn't FC9? replaced it, so he has Oh, th- he still has Bolt. Yeah, so he has two bikes. Oh, okay. So okay. he has two bikes. I missed that. Okay. Well, yeah. That's fair. Um, but but I, I, I can attest to that. I bought, went out and bought a $9,000 bike. I mean, yeah. I can relate very well. And, you know, I had a good three years. I loved it, read the crap out of it, and, and did all kinds of stuff. But now, finally, this GL I got it for, yeah, $1,600. So I can relate to your story. And I'll tell you right now, man bang for the smile bang for the buck for your smile you can't yeah. beat that man yep. i like i just don't care right you're just gonna ride the crap out of it worst case scenario you lay it down because of some emergency situation and you're really not out much yeah in two years if i'm like you know i'm just kind of tired of this bike it's not going to depreciate any further
3: yeah right <laughs> i might even
0: get more money than i paid because my bike's even vintage to the point of you know in a few years maybe it's more pot you know it's one of those things i i, I totally agree and I didn't understand prior to the, you know, I think Daryl was one of the big proponents when I bought the Scrambler of, dude, you're buying too new of a bike, (laughs) you need to buy something a lot cheaper for your first bike, and I'm not sad I got the Scrambler, I learned a lot and had a lot of fun, but there was a hit of depreciation immediately that I never really got back, and I put a lot of miles in the Scrambler, was a fortunate bike that it held its value, but... But, it, yeah, there's something to be said about a bike that just doesn't depreciate at all and that you can just ride and have fun and learn and grow. And you just don't care, right? With a new Bolt, the second something goes
3: wrong or something gets weird, you're like, oh, is this another nine grand? Yeah, it's kind of scary, you know, to buy a <laughs> brand-new bike. And he has two of them, so...
0: And one of them's less than new at this point, as far as I understand,
3: right? Yeah, one's been put down a few times. <laughs> uh, he probably doesn't like me saying that, but yeah, that's it right. has, so...
0: And it, And it happens. I mean, whether... one reason or another, bikes do go down. So I Brad and I were talking about it today that I think my new rule of thumb, at least on a basic level, is if you can't afford to replace the bike, right, maybe it's too expensive of a bike. And at least for my situation with family and and everything I've got for where the money is going in my life right now is that just makes it so much easier to just have fun and not care and enjoy it and not worry about any of the stresses of of, you know, the cost of, of riding and I know we're not the first people to talk about it, but a lot of people mention it. Right? You can get into motorcycling really cheap, and I think you know, your bike's a great example. Like something like an old Honda or Yamaha, good examples of that. But uh, my, so, one question I have: I mean, your buddy's got an FC9. I'm sure you have other buddies with other bikes. I mean, we'll talk about what 1200.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We've got we've got big bikes that you're riding with from time to time. How are you doing on the the 250?
3: Yeah, I do I do perfectly fine, you know. I think the only downfall to the 250 is if you're going on the highway, um, people can just blow past you. Okay. But uh, for most motorcycle riding, you want to be on curves. So the 250 does perfectly fine um, and even beats most of them in the corners. So
0: That thing probably whips around.
3: Yeah, it's With a hoot. A lightweight
0: 250 would just, yeah, easily fly through corners. Brad, what do you think? Is the 250 enough?
1: I, I've enjoyed mine, but it was all in the corners. So I, my little KLR 250, it's not the same as your, your CVR, but, uh, still you get into the corners and it does just fine. I'd go out with rides with a bunch of other guys from work and we'd have a blast. I'd have a blast. The only time, like you stated, where you're just not able to, to do the same things is on the freeway or the highway. So, but like, like you mentioned, that's not where I want to be anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Most of the good riding's kind of ripping around. But you've taken some other bikes, Max, for
3: a test ride. So, what have you taken for test rides? All right, so I think the first test ride I had was um was the R6. So, I test rode that up in Vang uh or no, it was the R3. The R3 was the first test ride I had right after I got my endorsement. Um and that one was a lot of fun. Uh so I really enjoyed that. The next bike I test rode after I got my CBR was the R6, Okay. and that one really got, uh, that one got me going pretty good, uh, and then I think I test rode my buddy's, the FZ09, and that bike is just, that bike's a lot of bike, mm-hmm. uh, and I think the favorite one I have to uh, say is probably the R6, uh, Okay. so. I thought that you said as well that there was a Duke 390 in there. Oh, the 390 Duke, I did test ride the 390 Duke, yeah. Okay. okay. That, one, that one was fun. What'd you think? Yeah. Yeah, it was just more upright riding style, um, and I I like the more downward riding style. So. Okay. So, but that's just preference. So.
0: Sure. Yeah, everybody kind of likes what they like. But.
3: So, do you foresee an R six in the future? Uh, I mean, not right now. Okay. I mean, so, okay. Because of the deployment coming up. Yeah. So uh, I think I'll probably just stick with the CBR two fifty for now, and that's a lot of fun, you know. So.
1: I don't blame you there. What about you Daryl do you see any new bikes in the future
2: well I have put a little bird into a friend of mine's ear because another friend of his has a bike that I would like to uh replace my twelve hundred b m w with so if that comes through when that individual might be ready to change motorcycles i I'll be waiting in line, you know, for that, so...
1: Will you disclose the type of motorcycle, Mm -hmm. or what motorcycle this is?
2: I'm all
0: kinds of curious.
2: Well, it's, it is, uh, it's actually a, uh, I'm not sure what year it is, but it's a BMW F800 GT. Okay. So, you know, my current bike with the RT 1200, it's big and heavy. Uh, I used to have, before the RT 1200, I had a BMW F800 ST, uh-huh. and that was pretty close to the same motorcycle as the GT they made some modifications uh to the ST to turn it into a GT i don't believe it's sold you know new anymore um they sold it for a few years but uh, the bike works really well um for what i need it for you know so don't do that many really long you know, state-to-state trips. You know, we can do a few state trips with the saddlebags on. The GT would be fine. Um, so, yeah, I think that would be a bike that uh, I would like to change out the big RT-1200. So,
0: middleweight rather than kind of a heavyweight bike. Is, is you're going back. Because you had, yeah, the, the mm, ST, right? Right. Prior, and I know that that, that was kind of... What three years ago? 40? Yeah, it wasn't yeah. too long ago that you had that, and you right. had the opportunity to have this kind of bigger, better, mm-hmm. better freeway bike. Right. Why? Why middle weight?
2: Well, I just—I uh, mean, it's lighter for one thing. It's more maneuverable. I don't have the fairing protection behind the fairing, so okay. you give up a little bit of that on the on the freeway. But uh, the middle weight, you know, the tires. I was getting like 15,000 miles per set of Michelin, you know, pilot tires on the thing, which is really good. And, um, you know, it had a belt drive, so I liked that. There was no chain maintenance, you know. So there was just, you know, it's, a, it's just a parallel twin bike that got really good fuel mileage. You know, it would still go plenty fast, um, had plenty of power. So, you know, I, I think overall, um, it's a good bike, so. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, just the, uh, the maneuverability. I mean, that's, that's one debate I handle. We've, we've talked about a lot is the, what, what, what size bike do you really need? And I think it's pretty good range right now in the room. Uh, what, a couple of two fifties, a mm-hmm. five hundred and a twelve hundred. So mm-hmm. kind of shows that whatever works for you is the right bike. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> guess it doesn't really matter. But, uh, yeah, it's
2: interesting to see. I know, Darryl, you so you're a fan of the BMWs, I see. Well, I, uh, I've i had a few v- BMWs. Yeah, I don't know if I'm a real big fan, but... Uh, I am I
1: surprised do, that you mentioned BMW again. I'm very surprised.
2: I do. Well, I mean, I the thing that I, I'm looking for is a, a bike that doesn't have 150 rear-wheel horsepower. I don't need that. Right. Um, okay. I don't need that kind of horsepower. I... I do like the shaft drive or belt drive, so I don't have to do chain and sprocket mm-hmm. maintenance. You know, the belt, you know, I had uh 40,000 miles on my last bike, and uh, the belt was looking, you know, really good. Okay, so yeah, sure. So I think for longevity, those hold up really well. Um, you know, the parallel twin, you know, not as... Um, you know, I don't need four four pistons and four valves per cylinder. You know, it, it's just simpler, less less moving parts. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's
1: it. I, I mean, it sounds like he just needs a GL500i. I, I agree. That's right, with a turbo.
0: That's a 650. Yeah, now you're talking a whole different class of bike. <laughs> That's a whole ne- a whole year newer. Okay, okay. Right. <laughs> Come on, man. Different ranges here. Right? You're pricing me out. But it sounds like we ride similar, and I know Brad's in the same boat, and Max, you probably are as well, that kind of that cost of riding is a big factor, that kind of more more smiles per dollar, right? Yeah. If, you, if you don't have to pay too much for tires and chain maintenance and all these other things, time and money, then... You can just enjoy riding. Yeah, no, I agree. Now, now I know we're doing a, a trip this year coming up around Memorial Day. Daryl, are you still planning on going with us?
2: Yeah, still okay. On taking the big guy with the big guy. Yeah. I was to say, are you planning to get
0: a bike before then? No,
2: no, I don't okay. think this is going to happen. This is this is just you know down the road. You're, you're you playing
0: the long con on this one. Yes, exactly. All right, all right. So. The slow play <laughs> sounds good. I know, Brad. You've got a couple options for that.
1: Yep. Yep, so I'm still looking at trying to be able to go to that. Probably not going to be with the KLR, but uh, looking at being able to do that on an XT or potentially a V-Star that I could get out of Burns.
0: Well, that'll be good. Yeah, we got to get Max out we're there talking, the We're trying to get Max out there. I don't think he'll be left in the dust by any means.
1: Yeah, possibly.
3: I'll, I'll have think to check my probably,
0: Everyone will leave me yeah. in the dust this year, but that's all right. No, and we just had a a visitor pop in. He's trying to run away, but... Bye, Dave. He's he's succeeding. (laughs) 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 Trying to call him out, but he ran off before I could get him. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Sounds good. So, uh, the season began not too long ago. Where have you guys been? What have you been riding? Mm. Done any good rides? This last weekend was gorgeous. Did you guys get out?
2: Uh, I put a new clutch in one of my RZ350s, so... This weekend? This weekend, okay. yeah. So, took it out for for a ride, so, yeah, felt pretty good. Um, no clutch slippage, so that was good. Um, full power to the rear wheel, so... Um, stupid power on that 2 stroke. Well, oh, it was, uh, it's all good. I gotta do some final adjustments on the clutch. It's still a little tight, um, but, uh... But, yeah, some minor adjustments on the, the cable. and I mean, what were the big good. things
1: they did to it? I know you did the exhaust. You uh, were able to fix some carb issues. I mean, what have you done to it in the last year? Uh,
2: just this last fall, I, uh, I had it bored out, uh, put new pistons in, and, uh, you know... Um, what else pistons you know what going on with the carburetors wasn't there well, something I put going some on new, i put some new reed cages in okay. some uh delta okay. like v-force reed cages which are really nice so put those mm-hmm. in uh change some expansion chambers put some new expansion chambers on mm-hmm. that was about it so yeah, no, that's it's pretty running, running pretty good. So. I know if we go
1: on these lunch rides from work, that's the bike of choice to go. I have not seen you take the, the beast out there, right, right. your your BMW on any <laughs> of these cruises, so... It's fun being out there with you. Of course, you leave us all in the dust with that little 350.
2: You guys like the smell of two-stroke oil, do Well,
0: you? there's some truth in that. <laughs> that. You're right. That's the only reason we stay behind you. It's just because we like the smell. If we wanted to, we could scream right
3: by you. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's just the smell we like.
1: <laughs> what about you, Max? I know you've been riding, actually, relatively frequently.
3: I haven't rode this, like, past week, but uh, before that, I just... Ride a Vista House quite uh, quite a bit, and um, up by Bagby is probably the ride of my choice. You know, okay, up around Bagby, so I don't
0: know that I've done that ride, but
3: we're going uh, to have to now. Yeah, it's now on the list, right?
0: It, that's one of the things. Northwest, it's awesome, and you guys are obviously well aware. But how many awesome roads we have, and the weather really, despite what the media would tell you, is not that bad and it's it's just so nice to be riding out here and to be you know 20 miles from some of the top rated highways and and byways of of uh of motorcycle world you know the butler maps and all those things show so many roads just right around us here so a lot of chances to get out and ride get out and test ride all the new uh new improvements you've got but. so what's the uh, you got this new bike Addison okay what
1: is your favorite part of the gl 500 i i mean what what got you excited about the bike
0: that's a good question i guess we, yeah we can get into that um part of the the bike news that we were talking about getting into was was this the gl 500 and then we had the opportunity to, to bring in a couple of guests so we we jumped on that road but but truth be told it wasn't a bike i cared about uh searching craigslist kind of looking around i was looking at a little higher caliber of bike Horsepower and size and all of that. You talked about the XSR for yeah. I don't know how many
1: episodes. So. Everyone
0: assumed I was getting an <laughs> XSR 900 and I turn around and get a tiny old school Honda 500 uh, and show up with that, you know, grandpa, grandpa bike sitting out there. <laughs> um, but, you know, after I started looking at it, it's got so much character. It's got that 80 V8 or 80 degree V-twin Okay. that kind of comes out the top side, similar to like a Moto Guzzi. Mm-hmm. And I didn't notice that till I really looked at the bike because the price point was right. Getting back to what Max and I were talking about is the, the price was great. So that kind of first caught my attention like, Hey, I can get a perfectly fine running bike ready for this trip for under two grand. Right. Let's, let's, let's put that in the running. Um, but the, the 80 degree V twin is awesome and it's got that 22 degree twist, which kind of gives it a very weird look. Like maybe the, the valve covers are put on wrong almost. If you look at it from the side, they're just slightly off center and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really affect the piston at all, but it really helps the, the air passage from the carb to the cylinder. Sure. Kind of ekes out a little bit more horsepower to that small 500, um, gives it a better mid range. But, but it really, it was the character of the bike, super clean engine, super clean frame, and the opportunity in the future to kind of set it up to be the scrambler or tracker that I want. Not necessarily the triumph that I can take and, and add a few parts to to give it some of my character, but. On a bike this old that was that low price, mm-hmm. you don't feel so bad really making it yours because the invest you know the loss if if it turns out terrible but and it's only something you love and everyone else hates right your ugly duckling <laughs> then oh well you're not really out much but if it's something great the the potential is much better as well that you can have a really cool one off bike and so that that really called to me was the opportunity to really make it my own right now having ridden it and and as much crap as I've gotten for wanting to do that from people that. Really love the idea of the bags and the trunk and all the things on it. We'll see what happens. This this season will be very much get it running 100%. Right. In fact, this weekend I didn't ride because I've got the carburetors out, fully rebuilt them uh, with, I mean, they didn't really need any new components, but tore every single piece out, cleaned, reassembled. I've got the intake runners and everything ready to replace one of the, there's a gasket around the water pump that's leaking a little bit, so kind of working on some of the the small little maintenance items it did need. So, uh, yeah, basically this season will be me getting it running right before the trip and then just riding it this season, and we'll see what happens over the winter. Mm-hmm. There are some, you know, less expensive options of a similar bike that come up that are in rougher shape that might be better suited for a complete rebuild, right? A complete tear down of its current shape into something new that I would feel less bad about destroying. Because the truth is, all of the accessories work. They work like they should. The bags all work. Locks all work. They're not, you know, flawless, but they're all there. They don't leak. They're clean. It's. I'm starting to have a little, not remorse, but I'm starting to feel bad for the original bike if I start cutting off too many Is this being appendages. influenced
1: by your dad liking this bike in one No,
0: night? I don't think I care what he thinks. I mean, you've and said... And I hope it. he listens to this, just so he knows. Good. But, uh... <laughs> But I, he started that. He, I will say, I'll give him credit. He started it. He, he loved the bike. If he you don't up, buy it, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. That's what he told you, wasn't I, it? I couldn't get a ride out to the bike. I don't know if I told you guys the story, but couldn't get a ride out to the bike because well, I was feeling like there was too much bike talk in the last few weeks. Uh, since I sold the Scrambler, all I did was look at bikes and talk about bikes. So she was like, if you want to go pick it up, get a ride. So my dad was willing to come out, drive me up there, somewhere to the kind of the story, hook me up and help me out. And uh, we got up there, and he's kind of looking over it with me and just standing back in the corner. And, you know, I'm pointing out the flaws, trying to work the price a little bit. But it was a good price, so we didn't we didn't really haggle. Um, and then, yeah, and kind of as I'm playing the haggling game, he comes over and just whispers, yeah, if you don't buy it, I'm buying it.
1: Yeah. So,
0: it's <laughs> pretty hard to not say yes right then because I knew it was going home with one of us. And I was just going to end up riding it to his house if it went home with him. So, Uh, yeah, I ended up buying it there and and he definitely is now in the market for a bike that's similar or the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's one of those that, you know, even if I find something else, it would be interesting to temporarily sell or loan the bike to him at no cost. And when he gets his endorsement and then ride, ride and build something else in the off season and then in a year or two, when he decides that a 500 isn't quite enough for his cross country trips when he's retired, Mm -hmm. then it's time to take it back and do what I want with it.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not a restored bike. It's not a hundred percent, but it was actually in pretty good shape, and it's very clean. It had been loved at some point in its life, had been set down. So you've got your, yeah. you know, your engine bars that are a little bit beat up, but not not bad. So I, it's still a pretty good candidate for one of these modifications or actually going through and doing a custom bike. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm waiting for you to do that. That's really
0: what I want to see. It'll be at least uh, at least a season, because yeah. uh, I'm already spending enough time waiting for parts to come to fix the small leaks it has, just because I can't ride something. My wife's all irritated that I've already bought a new bike, and I'm tearing it down already, but I can't ride something that's not flawless. If it's got a small leak, I need to fix that leak, even though it's probably not even a, you know, a, a pint of, of coolant per oil change. It's probably in, insignificant, but I can't stand that it's got a little seep. I can't can't look at that. Every time I park, I look at it and it drives me nuts. So, yeah, I'll get it I'll get it run right and at that point this two weeks has already driven me nuts now that the weather's good, so mm-hmm. it'll be it won't be till the weather turns that I'll tear into it at all just cuz it does run right as it is. Yeah. Doesn't need anything once this is all done. Um but it's fun to have. I I mean that's the other nice part is I don't have I saved enough money in buying a less expensive vehicle that I can afford to do it right, right? I can buy the seals and gaskets, and I'm not jimmy-rigging, not that I was with the you scrambler. You never did that with the scrambler. But at the same point now, it's not as hard, right? The money's there already. <laughs> I'm not figuring out a way to assemble the correct parts. I can just, hey, it needs this, and I'm just going to go buy it. Sure. You save enough money on the initial build, and you can go do those minimal repairs it needs and not stress about it. So it's kind of nice. you know. I, I don't know, I know that there's, we won't get into specifics, Daryl, I don't want to put you on the spot, but when there's small issues, right, whether small or big on a, on a more expensive bike it, it's difficult sometimes to be like, mm-hmm. "Do I want to not eat out this month so that I can buy this you know, I mean, buy this small part or right. you know it may not be quite that tight, but it's one of those that you have to make choices right sure, when you sure. have an expensive bike
1: yeah.
0: it's hard to to decide you know do I, do I just let it run as it is for a while? when do I you know bite the bullet and shell out more than I should for these parts' Cause newer bikes I mean your bike's pretty new, yeah. And the parts are well, a little I was more I told expensive. that it's an old bike.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's by, pretty by new. Home. Who said that? Well, the dealer. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's an old <laughs> bike. You should just get a new one. Well, you know, it has 18,000 miles on it. It's wore out. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. It's old. Yeah, well, not wore out. That's different. Old. They didn't, well, they say, didn't, it they didn't say it was wore out. They just said it was yeah. old. <laughs> it's, it's a BMW. They don't get wore out. That's right. But that's it's right. old. And if you want one that runs perfect... Just buy the new Just one. Just buy a new one. That's right. That's right.
2: <laughs> that's easy that's you payments, do. man. That's right.
0: There's 36 easy payments. You can have one. <laughs>
2: yeah. They're easy payments. There's no question I, I could have one. It's yes. like the boat show. They're easy payments, yeah. man. Yeah. You're
1: good. <laughs> Daryl, have you ever done a custom build other than what did no. what about your rz that uh you use on the track was that already set up
2: for yeah i bought the bike and it was uh it was a track bike when i bought it like 30 years ago and uh mm. so it was already modified i you know of course replaced body panels and things on it numerous times and you know patching fiberglass and fixing this and that and other thing um uh, so yeah, it was, it was modified already. So I didn't really have sure. to do much of a build. So it was, it was a, it was a good bike to start with. You know, it'd already been down on both sides. So I didn't have any, you know, hard feelings if something happened and I scratched mm-hmm. something. So it was, that's, that's what it was for. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, there's a learning curve when you go to the racetrack and try to ride fast. Uh, you soon realize that, you know, some things, you know, need to be, you know, polished a little bit <laughs> yeah the, the track's a different game mm-hmm.
0: now I, have you been out of the track i mean the cbr would do great i have not been out to the track okay no do you, do you would you i mean I, obviously you would like to i'm not gonna even ask that question
3: but ha, do you have plans to it all uh not not at the moment okay i don't have plans just okay. focus that's, on riding you know keeping two wheels on the road so that's fair yeah it's more fun with just one though well, yeah, as long I'm as it's sure the it rear is. wheel, let's <laughs> clarify. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it does it does very much affect which which wheel you want on the road. But uh, we've we've talked about that a little bit. Getting, the, I mean, I, I don't think I bought the right bike to a track day then uh, for the one <laughs> I picked up. But uh, I feel like there's a lot to learn. You've been racing. I mean, prior to doing track days, you do. I know you do a lot of track days now. You go to those and you participate and kind of just have fun. But I know you used to race, correct? I did for about ten years, yeah. Okay. And was it that on the
2: R Z? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Raced a couple different classes, you know, like middleweight superbike and uh like uh small bore classic superbike. I raced um uh open classic a few times, so pretty much most of the time I would do two classes. So it was uh, it was fun. I
0: know that, obviously, racing is its own animal, but is a track day a good... I mean, Brad and I have talked about it. I'm sure Max would... His bike would kill both of ours on the track. Um, Is that... I mean, would you recommend, maybe not a novice, but an intermediate rider or someone who's never done a track day but has a couple of years under their belt, do you recommend a track day?
2: Oh, absolutely. Track days are great. You know, controlled environment. You know, they typically have slow, medium, and fast groups. So, you know, you can... uh, Pick a group that, uh, you know, fits your bike and your riding style. And um, so, yeah, it uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, I mean, everybody's going in the same direction. You don't have to worry about anybody pulling out in front of you. You know, it's a safe environment. So. It sounds like a, um, uh, it always sounds like fun. I don't know, Brad.
0: we got to do it. It's something we're, we're going gonna, to have to do. Whether it's on our 250 and 500 or whether we decide to, to a uh, twisted road, rent. Some uh, somebody else's bike <laughs> and track it, but
1: uh, <laughs> I know a
0: guy with an RZ 350.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah, he's got fair. two. We can both go out <laughs> and be twins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, if he's using one of them, i would be happy to take the 1200. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know. Uh, once it's running, we're good.
2: Okay, mm-hmm. I, th- I
0: don't think it runs. It runs great, right? It has been. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, no. Even when you had issues, it ran great. Yeah, yeah. Well, it yeah, really, it runs well, great. So right, we're good. Right. I'm just I I have somebody push start me if we need to. Right. <laughs> 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 but now you've had you've had, you've been riding more than I have lately, so obviously yeah. it's running okay.
2: Yeah.
0: But uh, one of the items, I mean, similar to track days. I kind of wanted to get into it earlier, but Max, you talked about doing a lot of uh, of demo days. I know we have a, you and I were talking about it coming out, you know, walking out to the the room here. Um, but I know there's a couple between, between, uh, Indian and Yamaha and Triumph and I'm sure Cowie and Honda, everybody's got them coming up. The season's begun and usually it's early in the season that they do them so they can sell more bikes. Uh, what have you, you've tested in a bunch of bikes. What have you learned? What do you, what do you think? Is that a beneficial process beyond, obviously they're trying to sell you a bike. No one's going to doubt that you'll get that from it that, Hey, I want to buy this bike. But beyond that, have you found it beneficial?
3: yeah I think it's good you know just test ride what other bikes have like the seating positions how you like you know the like controls and stuff like that a lot of bike have a lot of bikes have different modes like that r six sure. had so many different modes that I didn't even know I didn't even know what to do <laughs> you know, and that's definitely something that you have to go and get on the bike and you know try it out before you buy it uh so I think test riding before you buy is definitely the way to go um so
0: now, you test rode the R3 prior to getting your bike, you said. Yeah. Well, did that have a big influence in what you picked? Uh, not that, really. I okay. think it was
3: more the price. Okay. The price sure. of the CBR was what <laughs> got me into it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no. Because the price of the R3 was, there was, like they're like five grand, you yeah. know? And my buddy's dad was haggling me. He's like, dude, just go pick the R3. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to spend, like two times as much money for a bike that has 50 more cc's. I'm like, I'm not going to do it, you yeah. know? So, um so yeah, the CBR is just where I landed and I really I really liked it, so. How did fun. the uh, CBR compare to the R3? Uh they're pretty they're pretty similar. I think the the R3 was just a little taller. Okay. It was a little taller. Okay. So,
1: hmm. Interesting.
3: Yeah. But it's been a while since I've uh Sure been on the r3 so i'd have to probably do it again now the but r6 was
0: probably a little taller and a little faster
3: yeah definitely definitely faster that it had that
0: so you looked like you were having a, uh, that was the demo ride i was at as well and you looked like you were having a hell of a time on that bike oh i had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah now you rode the r3 did you ride any other bikes on that demo day
3: uh i don't think i did just okay. the r3 because okay. i think we had to get going or i couldn't something. remember yeah, yeah I, I, think think I know I had that to it get was going moderately busy it
0: wasn't like it was wide open but it wasn't crazy busy yeah that day um have you ridden so r3 r6 3 390 have you ridden any non-sport bikes <laughs> uh
3: i haven't i haven't done any cruisers so okay. i'm actually looking i think there's a demo day for indian sure. pro caliber and i'm looking to do that one try to get my feet wet with that so. okay
0: yeah brad now we did that and i rode a dark horse some big giant cruiser that i really wasn't impressed with i got back on the scramble where i went ah, oh, this bike's way more fun than that bike was why would i buy another bike that's three times the money right it was like thirty thousand dollars but brad rode the scout and i think you enjoyed that right i did i
1: had a blast uh, it's more money than i want to spend you know it was around the 10 to thirteen thousand, depending on the options that you get for it but i actually really enjoyed it between that and the um chieftain that i rode right after it sure the scout was the clear winner just a higher revving just better balanced a little bit uh a little bit sportier so it was a lot of fun we should definitely you're going to have to try it out when you go out well
3: i'm going to try them all out you're going to try I'm them all out. <laughs> it's the same
1: one, but it's a different color. I don't care. Yeah, I'm All it. of them. Get on them.
3: So.
0: <laughs> no, that's good. I, I fully agree with you, Max. I, you know, That's a big thing that after last year, I kind of took some time to really take time at the demo days. And even whether you've ridden 20 bikes, whether you've ridden a million bikes, or whether you're just into it, there's so much benefit in trying out different bikes and just understanding what you like, what you don't like. You know, right now you may not be able to afford, I may not be able to afford multiple bikes, but you can. You know, you can know what you want, and that day comes that you can have a couple of bikes. You know, you know your top two, top three, top four. Yeah. You know, as things become more and more fun, and you can afford more and more, you know what you want. But uh, now, did you ride the the sixty, the Scout sixty, or the the twelve hundred? Was it the nine hundred or the twelve hundred Scout?
1: Do you remember? It was the Scout. It was not the
0: sixty. Okay. So the, I think the Scout's the bigger one. Right? Yes, yeah. that's correct. So it's the bigger one. That's I I kind of yeah I felt bad I didn't get on it. You should have. You uh, I'll have to this year. Uh, I'll probably meet you Max at the at the uh, demo day and we'll yeah, be fighting there for at the a beginning.
3: Gonna ride them all.
0: There you go. Now, Dale, have you done any demo days?
2: I uh, went with Max when he rode the R three. Okay. So yeah, um, so I rode the MT ten. I think it was the big boy yeah it was a pretty uh lot of power real short (laughs) wheelbase i think i could get into a lot of trouble with that bike so (laughs) probably best uh um yeah real uh, real uh you know like max was saying got a lot of uh gadgets and you know you could change stuff up and sure uh, so yeah um but yeah i felt like it had a a lot of power and for our little short ride you know couple mile loop that we did you yeah. really can't you know we're riding in a group so you can't really whack the throttle too much but uh you know i could tell it had a lot of go you know underneath me so mm-hmm. how many wheelies did you do well i didn't do any i didn't oh, there was no no no, no space on, no space <laughs> no, no, no space for that so make uh, space yeah no so uh, but uh, max and i were talking I, I i would like to go ride some others Maybe some adventure, uh, you know, bikes, or, you know, definitely the, like, the Scout and the mm-hmm. Indian ones. I, I think those are sharp-looking bikes, you know. Mm-hmm. I like the fit and finish on the engines. They look pretty sharp. Yeah.
0: So I think Indian's doing something right. Mm-hmm. They're killing it in the racing series in yeah. and of itself, but the Scout is a good-looking bike. The FTR is pretty good-looking.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They're doing something right. Yeah. That's that's cool. the, the So, I mean, is there a benefit to demo days? You've been riding probably longer than any of us, if not all of us combined. You've got, you've had a lot of bikes under your belt where we were all kind of,
2: uh,
0: Brad's had a few, but he likes to pretend he's new to riding, but he knows what he's doing.
2: Yeah, I've had a street bike since uh, 1984, I believe I bought my first street bike in 84 and I've had one ever since, so.
0: so. I mean, going to a demo day this year on an Indian is there a benefit for you to that?
2: Oh I just you know, like Max said, just let's try different riding styles, positions, you know what I mean, different manufacturers. I mean, you know, they're they're trying they're trying new stuff and uh, you know, it's be fun to try something different. Definitely fun. Yeah. yeah.
1: Do you have a dream bike, Daryl?
2: You know, I really you know, there's just so many different bike styles out there. You know, the best bike for whatever you're doing. You know, I, I would have to have half my garage filled with motorcycles. You know what I mean? Depending on the ride. So
0: Man, he threw a fastball to us. Top five bikes. I know. What's your five? Oh, you got five in the stable.
2: Oh, five in the stable. I would probably do like a um, <laughs> a Ducati. Probably, you know, the 1198. I, I okay guy okay. at work. Uh, bike. Yeah, he let me borrow that for a week and uh, traded. Bikes for a week, so I got to ride his Ducati 1198. So a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'd uh, like a nice cruiser bike, like the you know, like the BMW RT 1200 for long trips. You know, big saddlebags and put a lot of stuff in. Uh, The retro bike, I think the RZ 350 just fits that bill. It's a sweet bike. I just I love the little smoke. You know, people. Um, you know, I take off from a stop sign and I look back and the car behind me is going through a cloud of blue smoke. <laughs> it kind of makes me grin a little bit. So, uh, as I uh, take off flying, you know, out of there. But, um, you know, I mean, those, those three, you know, those three bikes, I think, you know, a real sporty bike, a good cruiser bike, um, you know, a retro bike, you know, I, I, I think that's, that's, that would, you know of course a dirt bike would be good maybe a maybe a you know a lot of guys here work go on you know trail rides and you know like maybe uh you know dr 400 or something like that Mm -hmm. you know would be good so
0: so i was gonna ask you i I don't know you as a dirt bike guy obviously you've got some history you know in the past but but uh but i was gonna ask if you were into the dirt bike world should you have one would you go i know you do quads yeah yeah the, the i know two wheels is a little too technical on the dirt exactly uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just just yes and
2: there so was... apparently i only have four so i guess my, my my garage would be filled with four bikes so if, if money wasn't an option <laughs> You're good, good, man. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, and, he, mean, that, and he that, owns
1: a
0: couple of them already.
1: Yeah, he's good. Exactly. Life so, is good. This yeah, is why Daryl's yeah.
2: happier than all of us. <laughs> oh, yeah, right,
0: that, He's yeah. got what he wants. Yeah. And if were best case scenario, he just wants two more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's ideal. Wins the lottery. I'm buying an old school dirt bike for $1,500 and
2: yeah.
0: a really expensive new <laughs> yeah. County. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. Max, what about you? You've been on a few bikes. What would be your top four or five
3: bikes? top 4 or 5 um money's no option. I don't know, I really like the R6 and that's kind of like a 600 is what I'm looking to get next. Okay. So um I think somewhere in the 600 gang um but I would like to test ride a few of the other competitors bikes. Um but R6 uh would be a nice bike. Um I would like a dirt bike, you know. Um and I don't I don't know. I like my CBR 250, so uh I think, so you I would think keep got, the so CBR 250? Well, You'd yeah, keep you gotta it. have a small bike for the corners. Okay. Yeah, you gotta have a small bike for the corners. Okay. Um, so I think that just top three right there. So. All right. Uh, There's the
1: rest of Daryl's
3: garage. Yeah. Yep. They, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <it>. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Cars <laughs> out, just bikes.
1: Yeah, is, is there any other way to live? Yeah. yeah except for. Maybe an ATC? What is it? An
3: ATC 125? What is yep, it? Yep, ATC uh,
1: 110. 110. Yeah. Sorry. So you've been working on a little three wheeler. I know you've been trying to really get your your uh, feet wet on doing some automotive work and doing it on on this three wheeler. How's that been
3: going? It's been going good. I mean, I haven't really dug into it too much, uh, just from school and work. Sure. But uh, you know, I'm excited to you know get that kind of torn apart, put it back together. So. Okay.
1: Cool. So that's got to go into your 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 stall.
3: But that's three wheels, not it two. It is,
1: but it's questionable. It could, it all, could right, all
0: right, all right, that's four then. That's four. <laughs> okay. How about that? <laughs> Sounds good. We want to play a quick game with you guys. And this is something we, we did with, with Dennis. We'll yeah. see how it works out today because we're not used to having two guests at once. Truth should be told we're not used to having any guests, so we really appreciate you guys coming.
2: Addison yeah, um, just
1: talks
0: to himself the whole time. That's usually the case. Brad won't talk. But uh, we uh, we'll play a quick game of guess that bike, and I guess we'll start uh, we'll start with Max because I yeah we'll see we'll start with Max. So this bike was produced from 1984 to 2003. It's a 908 cc bike, so a 900 four cylinder, 16 valves, and you can help if you want, Daryl. Uh, you know I will if you don't. I mean we got to say what bike it is at some point. Uh, 115 horsepower sixty three pound feet of torque, so it's a pretty fast bike hundred and fifty one miles per hour top speed back in eighty four eighty three it was five hundred and three pounds and uh it's best known to fly beside a uh a jet
2: oh uh, can I help him of course i'm I'm assuming it's the Suzuki Hayabusa oh no, not quite no
0: in 84, or I guess it was 86, was real popular riding right next to a
2: jet. Oh, it's the GPZ. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, Is it um, Top Gun?
2: Yeah, it's yeah, Top yeah, Gun. You bike. got it. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just
0: GPZ, a Ninja 900 Yeah. 84. That, yeah. Was, uh, apparently, it was the first bike to break the 150 mark. I didn't know that. Yeah. Until doing a little research for this. I, I guess I should have. I'm a big Top Gun fan, but there you go. For everybody that likes Top Gun and motorcycles, nice tie-in. Good. All right, Daryl, you ready? Here's a little Well, harder.
2: I I didn't get that last one right. I'm thinking the Busa. So let's let's try this to one's definitely
0: not a Busa. Okay, I'm <laughs> <it on> this. <laughs> definitely not okay. a Busa. So this was made from 89 to 98. It's an 800 cc V-twin, three valves per cylinder. If you want to get real specific, 57 horsepower, 48.5 pound feet of torque, and that half half a pound foot of torque is real important. 120 mile per hour top speed. 612 pounds, and it might be able to carry an entire family of five just in the back. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to help me on that one. You've owned one at some point, what? and you may find it much better than we do. <laughs> no, I've
2: owned one. Wow. Huh.
0: Pretty reliable. Shaft drive, hydraulic valve. Oh, no. Say so it ain't the Pacific Coast. <laughs> <laughs> the PC-800. The PC-800. Okay. The perfect yeah. first world five-family commuter. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a grocery Because we know in the <laughs> <can>. <laughs> Elsewhere, you can get anything and, and oh, fit yeah. more people. Yeah. But yeah. around here, yeah, you can fit the entire van of people. And it's the 15-passenger van of motorcycles. Right, right. Right? Now, they have quite a cult
2: following around here. I know you, did, you loved yours, right? Yeah, I put 96... 96- well, I bought it with uh, I think six thousand or eight thousand miles, and I I got rid of it with ninety six thousand. Oh, miles. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow, so. that's impressive, and you, probably you zero maintenance the, other than oil change. Lots yeah. of groceries. Yep. Yeah, lots, yeah. Of <laughs> of <groceries. laughs> <laughs> lots of <laughs> trips yeah. to Safeway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every
0: one of those miles was between Safeway and home. Yeah. So you wouldn't do it again. Wouldn't
1: do. Would you get another one? A PC head. I mean, you're looking at it getting I, another bike. I
2: don't. I don't think so. And you put ninety thousand
1: so. miles on a bike.
2: I don't think so. Um. There is a, a bike that I like that's similar to it. Okay. Um it's it's made by Honda. You've perked my interest. Uh it's called a uh, N T seven hundred. Yes. It okay. kinda has some saddlebags molded in. It's kinda similar yep. to the Pacific Coast eight hundred. So I I uh I like those bikes. Okay. I think that'd be, you know, a good bike to have. So
0: we have a friend in uh I don't know if you've met him but works works for the company in uh in Kentucky, that has one. Oh, okay. I was hanging out with him a couple of weeks ago, and he was showing me his bike. They're pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I didn't
0: really know that one. I knew the uh, what is it? The there was another something ST mm-hmm. seven hundred or something. There's a there's a similar version, right. But this one with the molded in bags is yeah a little a yeah, little and the Pacific bags coast-y. aren't the
2: bags aren't really super wide, you know they're more they're more tucked in, so um it's not quite the trunk that it, the it's not, not quite the trunk <laughs> it doesn't look as much like a scooter like the Pacific coast kind of looks like a big scooter, but uh oh that's right But anyway no, that'd be a that'd be a good good utilitarian bike, you know no there, i didn't understand the bag game
0: mm-hmm. until. About two weeks ago. <laughs> and now I, I kind of like it. It's nice to just throw whatever you want, lock it in, and move on with your life, right? You don't <laughs> have to worry about how to store two backpacks at the same time, one to be worn and one strapped on, and how to figure it out. You just throw it in the bags and move, mm-hmm. right? I get it, so I can't give you too much of a hard time anymore. Mm. I'm coming into that side of the world I don't know about the PCA Hunter. I still judge you for that one. All right. Uh, Until I own one. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll I'm surprised one.
1: you didn't get one. I mean, I, they came up a couple times.
0: It's been in the running. Yeah. Just because it's such a weird choice. I think this is a better weird choice. But.
1: So, Daryl, you do a lot of motorcycle training, and we don't have to get into who it's for, but what's one thing that everybody should take into consideration when they're riding bikes as far as motorcycle training is considered?
2: Well, safety is... Uh number one on a motorcycle right so wear all the gear all the time and look where you want to go those are the two important things i think important
1: wear all the gear all the time and look where you're going
2: look where you want to go
1: look where you want to go mm-hmm. good good awesome
0: cool cool Thanks, guys. Max, what did, what's the biggest takeaway you had from the MSF course? You're probably, you've taken it probably more recent than either of us, but you've had your bike a little while now.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh. Was it worth it? Yeah, oh, it, was it was definitely, definitely worth it. It was right. definitely worth you it. You have to
0: say that because we have an instructor in the room.
3: Yeah, I have to. <laughs> no, it was, it was fun. I mean, I don't know what the most important thing was. You know, it's, it's all important, you know, to stay on the road, but, uh, you know. I'm just learning as I go, so.
0: That's good. Yeah. It's important to, that's one thing I've learned even kind of dumbing down my bike now is kind of riding within the means of yourself and the bike or, you know, making sure you realize that edge and you don't cross it is important, but appreciate you guys coming in. Yeah. We'd love to have you back anytime. So it's an open invitation every week that you can make it. We will have new topics and, and different things to talk about. This was kind of an intro and, and a couple of little topics, but. You're always welcome. Uh, we appreciate it. Appreciate your service as well. Thank you, Max, for all you do for yeah, for you. everyone. Really, um, I know Daryl appreciate the service you put in as well in the past. Um, but uh, appreciate all your input and everything you guys have done. It's been fun. Well, anybody wants to uh, to find our podcast or any more information, you can find it at uh, Slacker Moto Radio. Uh, that's basically all of our news and, and information is there. Our Patreon account and all different things that we've got. You can find it there. Otherwise, we look forward to talking to everybody next week. Until next time, ride on.